Welcome to Easy Bake, Bake Takes, Takes, the podcast, where we read you the one-star reviews of your favorite movies and more, except it's a three-step Rex episode, guys. Woo. We still haven't scripted an intro. <laughs> I keep forgetting that we're doing this. <laughs> Me too. But if you're new here, that means we take one of us suggests a TV show to the other. This week, I picked the anime Erased, and we watch three episodes, and we decide, is this worth watching after three episodes? It is. Spoiler. Spoilers. She liked it. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good, I gotta say. And it's surprisingly polarized on audience reactions to this show. Really? But you haven't, you haven't finished it, so I oh. can't exactly tell you why that is. Oh, okay. You come back to me when you finish it, and we'll talk about that. Okay. So this was a TV miniseries that aired from January to March of 2016. It had a total of 12 episodes and is categorized as a mystery sci-fi thriller anime, and the description for the show itself struggling manga author satoru fujinuma is beset by his fear to express himself however he has a supernatural ability of being able to prevent deaths and casualties by being sent back in time before an incident occurs repeating time until it is prevented one day he's involved with an incident with his mother desperate to prevent the accident he gets sent back in time only to find himself as a grade schooler satoru brings himself to a new journey using his ability to prevent the past from changing into a deplorable future so let's do this information bit by bit. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the premise of the show? I love the premise. I didn't look into what it was about. I thought it was going to be like a regular cop solving a m- murder. <laughs> I was like, whoa, like this is crazy. It's also a terrifying concept to be sent back 18 years mm-hmm. back into the past and you have to relive and you're responsible for someone's life. Mm-hmm. As an 11-year-old, but also a 29-year-old. <laughs> Which is weird on its own. <laughs> There's some bits in there where you're like, you didn't need to say that. Mm, you didn't need to say that. That didn't need to happen. Dude, you're 29! <laughs> the amount of times. <laughs> he yells at himself. is not, yeah. Yeah. No, But the concept itself is terrifying, because imagine that. Imagine you're, you got to relive, as far as I know, the next 18 years. Mm-hmm. Or until he solves, like, make sure... I won't say. I'll keep that. A, I'll keep that up in the air for you. Okay, because I didn't know. I don't know if he gets be- like if he as long as he saves. What's her name? Is it Kaya? Uh, Kayo. Kayo. Uh, as long as he saves Kayo. Yeah, I was confused Ka- on that. Kayo. Kayo. Kayo's the little bald boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in this. <laughs> yeah, Kayo. He's just in the corner screaming. <laughs> But yeah, like the concept itself is very interesting, but I found it like terrifying because like that's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I'd be able to like keep myself under wraps as an adult being my like 11 year old self. Mm -hmm. I would just probably give myself away. But no one would believe you because. Yeah. Like I'm really 29. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. You put. Yeah. No, that wouldn't. No one would believe you. You'd be like. All right. But for the English dub, the voice actors for it are for Satoru, 10-year-old Satoru is Michelle Ruff, and 29-year-old Satoru is Ben Diskin. Sachiko, his mother, is voiced by Sarah Cravens. Irie is voiced by Chirami Lee. Kayo is voiced by Stephanie Say. Hiromi is voiced by Christine Marie Cabanos. Kenya is voiced by Erica Mendez. Yashiro is voiced by David W. Call. 
Collins, and Akemi is voiced by Carrie Karanen. So Akemi is Kayo's mom. Irie is the girl that he works at the pizza shop with. Hiromi and Kenya are two of his friends. Kenya is the blonde one. Hiromi is the one that looks like a little girl. The person that plays the 29-year-old Bendiskin, uh, the main character, he sounds like Elijah Wood. He does. Yeah. I meant to write down what other stuff these people have been in because with especially English anime voice actors, mm. a lot of them have done a billion different anime yeah. voice dubs too. They're bread and butter, yeah. The show is based on the manga by Kei Sambe. I have two of the books back there working on my collection. <laughs> If anyone sees the video version of this at any point, I have a manga shelf with mini brats in front of it. Yeah. Which sums me up. And a Coraline doll. <laughs> There's a Coraline doll in there. And a shark with a cowboy hat. Your personality is just all on that shelf. Everything that someone could possibly need to know about your interests are right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but... The original manga was serialized in Kadokawa Shoten's Young Ace magazine from the July 2012 issue through the April 2016 issue. The Yen Press hardcover editions combine two of the original volumes per book, so they take two of the magazine issues and put them into one book. The ebook version of it matches the number release of the original, and there are eight hardcover books in the original manga and a spin-off book called Erased Re, which was published as the ninth book of the series. The show is written by Yutaka Yusanaga and Tako Kishimoto, who also had a composition by credit. And I don't know what that means. What does it say? Composition by. I don't know what that means either. I'll look it up. Okay. So Taku Kishimoto did how the scenes themselves are composed, how everything is set up on screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the character design was by Kigo Sasaki and Aniplex did the English dub in May of 2016. And if you watch a lot of anime or you watch a lot of English dub anime, you'll probably hear Aniplex a lot because they do a lot of English dubs. And the opening theme is Re Re by Asian Kung Fu Generation, while the ending theme is um, It's Like a Small Light by Sayuri. Um, and then I have some trivia, but first I wanted to ask if like anything animation specific stuck out to you with the show. Oh, it's gorgeous. I actually wrote down in the first episode how pretty it is. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is really, really beautiful. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic art form. Especially with the snow. Yes. I like winter in this that did come up quite a bit with people, like how pretty it looks. Mm-hmm. But some trivia, and I blacked out this part down here because it's a spoiler. <gasps> we'll get there whenever you finish the show. Yeah. So some trivia. All moments taking place at the start of the story in the present time are presented in full screen 16 by 9 aspect ratio, while all scenes in the past or Satoru's childhood are presented in cinematic widescreen 2.39 by 1. So the aspect ratio itself changes. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I think that was a very minute creative decision that's just really cool. I don't think I would have even noticed. I've watched the show like five times all the way through, and I don't think I ever picked up on that. Yeah. But knowing that, that's a cool choice. I'm sure someone did too. Yeah. The opening song uh, wasn't written for the show specifically, but licensed for the show instead. While that's not unheard of, it's rather unusual. A lot of times with anime intros, they're written for the show, but it's not like outlandish if it's just a licensed song for it. Okay. And then in the first few volumes of the manga, Satoru actually teams up with Airi to use his ability to save people from trouble, setting up a clear formula that is quickly broken when Satoru is sent back in time to the 1980s, playing it up more as a twist. But the anime cuts this aspect of it to save time. So in the manga, there's a lot more with Airi and Satoru using his powers in present day. Mm. 
And then the writer has maintained consistency from start till end with the series. Uh, when Satoru tries to change the past and prevent something bad from happening, he gambles with his own life. In the pilot, you could see how he manages to stop the accident, but hits unconscious, although he fully recovers without a scratch. He still suffers consequences from the choices that he makes when going back in time to try and fix something. I wonder if that's, you know, you know what, I'm not going to say anything. You should make it speculations. Just make it speculations, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I, th I think I got an idea of probably what happens, though. Mm -hmm. Do you think you have any idea of who, who done it? I'm thinking the teacher, for whatever reason. Interesting. Just, just because it's an, it's another adult character. But something that hasn't come up, I've only watched three episodes. Mm -hmm. Something that hasn't come up that hasn't been clarified. In the first episode, he clearly states that two children went missing. Three? Mm -hmm. I thought he said two. He says like the other two. The other two. So there were three in total. So he's he's trying to save, Kai, save Kaio, but what what about the... So Kaio was the first one. So that's why he's trying to save her. Okay, that makes sense. But we still got two other kids to worry about. Well, there's like what happened at a later time. Sure, hers is the most like this is going to happen first. Yeah. Like she's the first one. And I guess so you got to figure out who did it too. And then to you can stop, stop the, the other, other two ones. from getting kidnapped. Yeah. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering. Also, what's Kenya up to? Because the last episode I was watching, he was talking to the teacher at night in the school. Yeah. I don't trust him. What's he up to? See, that's why whenever I was watching through it and I got to like, I started mm -hmm. episode four, I was like, oh shit, I should have said watch the first four. But... I thought it was a good cliffhanger though, because what's Kenya up to? Mm-hmm. What's Kenya? I, I thought he was cool, but... I don't know. He's been lurking this last episode. He's been just in the background kind of judging. So I'm wondering what's what's he plotting? What's he doing? I don't trust him. <laughs> Interesting. You're just sitting there so happy. You're like, oh my god. I, I Like, I'm really... Like, I want to finish it. I really do. I'm gonna... I'm glad. I'm glad. It's too much going on. I gotta finish. <laughs> <laughs> Another fact is that Netflix made a live action adaptation last year, I think, oh which God. I personally believe proves that some things are better off animated, which another proof of that is the Death Note live yep. action and the Cowboy Bebop live action. Didn't they just butcher both of those? Mm -hmm. I got five seconds into the Netflix one and was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, thank you. To the erased one, I was like, this is garbage. Mm. No offense to the actors, but no. I mean, has there ever been a successful anime to live action adaptation? Uh, no, not that I, not that I could think of. If anybody knows. Yeah. Let us know. Message us. The only other one I could think of isn't technically, I don't know if it's technically is, but the Speed Racer and that's not a good one either. <laughs> But the name Satoru means enlightenment. Mm. And then his last name, Fujinuma, means Wisteria, Fuji, and Swamp Numa. So Wisteria Swamp. His, is, his name is Enlightenment Wisteria Swamp. <laughs> cool uh. word. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so tell me a little bit more about your thoughts on this show. So when I was watching the first episode, I wrote down some notes. My first one is main character is too whiny. And he kind of is. He's just kind of insufferable. That is like part of his journey though exactly because he we're seeing him at 29 and then we're going back to when he's 11 still you know so like he hasn't been jaded yet by life but he is insufferable in the first episode that's fair makes me love his mom more yeah like when she's like just fucking with him i'm like you are good you are a great mother i yeah. love you <laughs> i love that he calls her a witch 
Yes. So funny. My favorite thing about it too is at first I thought he was like just being rude, like mm-hmm. calling his mom a witch, but she, he's like, how do you, how do you just like know these things? Yeah, exactly. So he like kind of <laughs> does believe. You can't have superpowers and not think maybe something's up with your own mother. Yeah, exactly. Where'd you get it? Yeah. The girl in the pizza shop is weird. I don't like her. Irie. Yeah. She's a teenager, so it's like, I think the intentional to make her weird, but also like she just seems like a dork. Yeah, she's just dorky, which is, it was just annoying at the end yeah so in the first episode the mom's like trying to figure out that guy that possibly could have kidnapped that girl Mm -hmm. she said like there's statues of limitations on murder so they would have ended years ago yeah why i don't know no that should not be a thing that should not be a thing (laughs) if you murder that and you get caught that thing should stick with you forever seriously that's not okay let me see if that's still a thing oh when did this come out the anime in 2016 but it's like set in the in like 2006 i think okay 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 yeah they they abolished that in 2010 so whenever this is set it's still a thing that there's a statute of limitations on murder good lord i can't believe that that's insane so i'm glad they changed it thank god yeah so this is character yuki i knew he was older i didn't know he was 23 so he's 11 going to yuki's house i'm sorry i wrote down can you imagine your 23 year old son brings home a 12 year old to hang out with oh my god no and I thought they were at his house. Can you imagine being a mom coming home and you're, you see a grown man sitting in her living room playing with your kid? No. Yeah. That is awful. They have to be heavily vetted before they can they can do that. No, I mean, no. There's no reason why yeah. a 23-year-old needs to be hanging out with an 11-year-old. There's no. no reason for that. I'm sorry. There isn't. No. Yeah, that is that is weird. Um, It does kind of factor into why it was so easy for him to get convicted for it. Um, yeah, uh, no surprise there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, that's uh, that seems pretty fair to me. You were hanging out with 11 year olds and you're 23. Yeah, I would have thought you also murdered them. Yeah. Did you see like he has like something behind a curtain? Yes, he has the the pornos. Yes. He says they're friends. He's just holding on to them. Creepy, creepy. It might be him. You know what? They might have gotten the guy. Who knows? They might be either. <laughs> they, might, they might have not messed up at all. It might just be him. <laughs> was shocked when the mom got stabbed i was not expecting that first episode was crazy first episode's nuts they hook you in with that they really do they really yeah. do because mm-hmm. you could be feeling like kind of meh about the show and then you and i was i was like okay where's mm-hmm. this going okay we're gonna solve crimes or we're gonna solve a murder using this no we go back in time 18 years and we gotta figure out a murder that happened that... come on wow that's crazy mm-hmm. if you describe the plot of this anime to somebody it it sounds intriguing like it sounds very very intriguing especially if you like like a crime thriller kind of thing yeah no definitely yeah how did you feel about the way that kyo's home life was portrayed in the show terrible horrible mother i'm assuming the boyfriend was the one going don't waste the ice how do we know the mom just didn't do it or the boyfriend just didn't do it that happens a lot that could be it. Speculating here, you know? It could still be Yui, though. Or what's his name? Yuki. <laughs> Yuki. I'm still thinking it's Yuki. <laughs> this shit's too weird. I'm going to read the descriptions of the episodes and we can talk about them individually. We already kind of covered the first episode, but I'll read the description of what happens. So the first episode is called Flashing Before My Eyes and is directed by Tomohiko Ito. And in the year 2006, Satoru Fujinuma is a 29-year-old struggling mangaka in Chiba who occasionally experiences a phenomenon he calls 
cause revival. When a fatal incident is about to occur near him, he is sent a few minutes back in time to prevent it via seeing a bright blue glowing butterfly. He uses this involuntary ability to save a boy from a runaway truck, though he is hospitalized for a few days as a result. As he recovers, his co-worker Airi Katagiri praises him for his life-saving efforts. Later, he is visited by his mother, Sachiko, who reminds him of an incident that happened 18 years ago in their hometown in Hokkaido, an adult named Jun Shiratori, nicknamed Yuki, whom Satoru had trusted, was arrested for the kidnapping and murder of three local children, two of which were Satoru's classmates. The next day, as Satoru experiences another revival, Sachiko takes note of a man who seemingly attempted to kidnap a child. Looking into the matter, Sachiko deduces that the man was the true killer from 18 years ago, but before she can inform anyone, she is murdered in Satoru's apartment. Just as Satoru discovers Sachiko's body and is accused of killing her, his revival ability for the first time goes overboard by sending his 29-year-old consciousness all the way back to 1988 when he was an 11-year-old elementary school student in Hokkaido. We already kind of talked about this one. It'd be insane to be put in your 11-year-old body with your (laughs) 29-year-old consciousness. I would need a minute, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I would not be able to just go to school. And you have to go into class, right? Right as this happens, you have to walk into school, go to class, find your seat, and start fucking learning. I could not. I couldn't. You can't make me. No, I would rather do anything else than be in middle school again. <laughs> be be a fifth grader again. No, thank you. <laughs> so did you have anything else you wanted to say about the first episode? It's a little goofy when he discovers his mom's body. His neighbor just walks in and immediately assumes he did it. And the cops are there before he even like can go, hold on, because you called the police. Like, yeah, it, it's a little outrageous. It's a little. Yeah. With a little investigation, they could see <laughs> that he did not do it. That's one part where I'm like, really? I understand understand he has blood on his hand it looks like he did it he just got there yeah and the cops are there the second he turns the corner it almost feels like a setup that is fair to be like what why is he immediately immediately accused immediately accused but by running off he's not really making the best case for himself either yeah but the second episode that we watched is called Palm of the Hand and was directed by Tohimasa Ishii. And as Satoru becomes bewildered with the situation he has been put in, he finds comfort in being able to see his mother again. Realizing being sent to this period by revival is connected to Sachiko's future murder, Satoru takes notice of Kayo Hinazuki, one of his classmates who were killed by the serial kidnapper, noticing a bruise on her leg. Upon the suggestion of his friend Kenya Kobayashi, Satoru reads an essay written by Kayo, which further hints at her troubled life at home. Wanting to understand Kayo more, Satoru decides to invite her to his birthday party, hoping to change the future so that she will not be killed. So Kayo writes that essay called The Town Without Me, where she wishes she could go live on an island and nobody else. That sounds like really sad. Yeah. Like he says, extreme cry for help. Mm-hmm. This is 11-year-old, well, 11-year-old slash 29-year-old is doing more work than the teacher who had to grade that, who had to grade that stuff. He read it. He read it. I'm sorry. What? Published it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Published it. That shit's like so crazy. Like, no, you gotta, the teachers, I'm gonna, that's why I'm suspecting the teacher because the teacher's being no help mm. whatsoever. So I'm kind of suspecting, if anything, he's just shitty. Just a shitty adult. Interesting. Interesting. Just saying, I got a lot of suspects on my list. It's mm. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the mom. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. 
but the parts with him like seeing his mom again as a kid are so sweet yeah him having dinner with her and just crying while eating dinner because he's just so happy to like be there with his mom again yeah his mom really is the best anime mom ever i love her yeah she's great so the other episode Episode 3, titled Birthmark, directed by Takahiro Shikami. During an ice skating race against a classmate, Satoru holds back from winning to avoid inadvertently trying to change the future, angering the classmate and disappointing Kaio. After learning that Kaio's birthday is on the same day as his, March 2nd, Satoru deduces that she will be abducted on March 1st as the abduction was in March but before her birthday. Satoru spends some time with Yuki, still convinced that he is not the kidnapper. Afterwards, Satoru finds Kaio beaten up in her home's shed, learning of the full nature of her abusive relationship with her mother Akemi. The next day, Satoru speaks with his teacher, Gaku Yashiro, who explains how he has suspected Akemi of abuse for almost a year but hasn't been able to find proof to convict her. Later, Satoru stands up for Kaio when she is accused of stealing the class's lunch money before taking her up a mountain to show her a frost-laden Christmas tree. That scene of them with the Christmas tree and like going up with the little foxes running around them. Yeah. So beautiful. Really sweet. And I also love that the the classmate that accuses her that their whole beef is because she threw her favorite pencil out the window. I know. What a what a brat. Could be her. She could be the killer. <laughs> I'm not I it could be Kenya. I could be freaking Not ruling anybody out. I'm not ruling <laughs> anyone out. Everyone's on my list. Some are higher up the list, but she's on there. She's on the list. Every character you remember is on that list. <laughs> Every character I remember that gave me a bad vibe is on the list. Teacher's up there. It could be the teacher. Who knows? Who knows? Not you. <laughs> not me. <laughs> I also just that that classmate literally just invited her over to show her, show off how rich she is. What a bitch. <laughs> how are you so awful at such a young age? Just garbage. You're already garbage at 11 years old. Mm -hmm. You should have a few years before it's set in, you know? <laughs> and this is like before before this time too, like when they were younger, she was already doing this shit. Mm-hmm. I also, I like that in the show, you can see Satoru inadvertently making the same decisions that he made back then, mm -hmm. too, not realizing till after the fact. Well, it's like one of those things where he's second guessing himself. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's going to have to do that later in the episode. So hopefully he learns from that and doesn't keep doing it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to bet it's going to come down to that, too. I don't know. I don't know. I got so many theories and speculations. I have no clue. I do have a clue, though. I, I, I get good ideas. Yes, I'm excited for you to finish it. Yeah, me too. Okay, so I did find a critic review of this. Mm. So on Rotten Tomatoes, it has 100% from critics, but there were oh, only good. like five reviews, so it's not like the, the biggest pool yeah. of them, but they were all positive. So it has an 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, but like I said, there were like two reviews per episode. That's still good, though. Pretty, pretty positive reception no one hated it enough to go online and write a bad review for it i think that's good yes exactly so the one that i picked out was from anime amino from a contributor to their website that goes by the name mundi who gave the show five stars and they said that what they liked about the show was the story the characters and the themes that it has and they disliked how slow it was and that in some parts it felt predictable it is a little slow it is slow for being 12 episodes it could have could have picked up the pace a little mm -hmm. but according to them the themes of this show are overcoming loneliness believing expressing hope and friendship it's sweet yeah but they say quote on the plus side erased has amazing execution with heartwarming messages and pretty good dialogue on the other side it is quite predictable in some parts and somewhat slow it is possibly one of the more slower paced anime that i've seen end quote hmm. 
Hmm, okay. I didn't think it was terribly slow, but for anime standards, I guess it is. It is. It is pretty slow okay. in like regards to anime as a whole. Mm -hmm. I think this next part was about the plot itself, saying, quote, Erased has, in my opinion, a polarized plot. It shined to glory when the story focused on Satoru's attempts to save his classmates from inevitable deaths, but fell from grace when Satoru tried to figure out the perpetrator of the murders. The murderer was painfully obvious, but perhaps that was the intention. Either way, it's a big turnoff for many fans, end quote. I didn't know it was painfully obvious. <laughs> I guess it was maybe later on, I'll guess it. I don't, I, for me, I didn't feel it was painfully obvious, but a lot of people did feel that way whenever it's revealed. They're like, duh. It's Yuki. I'm not going to say what it is. It's Yuki. They had him right the first time. <laughs> but so character specifically, they gave the characters a nine out of 10 and said, quote, the characters of Erased are the main focus of the story. Everything revolves around the interactions of one character to another, which is a good thing. The interactions between Satoru and Kayo are catalysts for the other kids to help befriend lonely kids. The interactions between Satoru and the sensei are informative pieces of mystery that keep the story a somewhat creepy slash chilling tone and give the plot a sense of hope. The interactions between Satoru and his mom further strengthen the theme of believing, end quote. Yeah. And this next part is about specifically the animation, saying, quote, Since A1 Pictures animated Erased, it has some beautiful, fantastical animation in many parts, something A1 Pictures seems to do well on. The animation seems creepily ethereal in some parts with nighttime lights, and in one scene, Sutaro and Kayo stand under a tree in the snow with really sweet animation when the camera rotates around their awestruck selves. This does not mean Erased had no animation errors, though. Erased has great cinematography. Whenever Sutaro is a child, the camera shows a widescreen format that possibly represents his narrow mind as a child or the focus he has on a particular goal to save Kayo, end quote. Mm -hmm. You could read the change in aspect ratio to that. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they gave the animation a 9.5 out of 10. And then, quote, Erased is a good anime with heartwarming themes and a terrific execution. It suffers from some slowness and some plot issues, but is a good watch when it comes to wanting to feel the way the protagonist does, end quote. I think it'd be hard about how slow and I get it like for anime standards like it's slow they gave it five stars yeah it's still like it's really good but like I don't think it's terrible I think it's a slow burn yes it's enticing you so I don't, I don't think it's a huge negative with this anime I feel like that's probably one of the only critiques you could make about it mm -hmm. but like you said it feels like a slow burn it's a mystery thriller so it has to have a little bit of the like slow reveal slow burn yeah and i guess some people aren't looking for as slow of an anime when they're wanting to watch anime which i get yeah i understand i understand not wanting something slow yeah so that was the only critic review i really pulled from for this one mm -hmm. they really summed up the good and bad about the show as far as animes go yes it is slow but it's not horribly like it's not a waste of time yeah and it's, it's all in good meaning mm -hmm. too because there's times where it's so slow you're like what are we even doing what are we doing yes this is the one anime that like i've tried to find other ones like it and i just like have not been able to find something that captures what this one has mm -hmm. if anyone has any suggestions for the love of god please tell me most of them are a little more detached from reality with like the sci-fi-ness of it Mm -hmm. And this one seems very, like, still rooted in reality while having that, like, slight time travel sci-fi aspect of it. Yeah, for, for something that is sci-fi, it's not that sci-fi. Yeah. You know, it's very, it's not subtle because he time travels 18 years in the past. But, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, there's not a, there's not a whole lot going on sci-fi-wise. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not super heavy with the sci-fi element, but it gets lumped in with a lot of sci-fi, more sci-fi thrillers. Which is understandable, 
given the concept but other than that yeah but i did also find audience reviews for this mm-hmm. if you don't know letterboxd does let you review tv shows first one's three and a half stars from 2020 and it says very cute for a show about child murder it is actually really cute <laughs> The childlike wonder of this child murder show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Child solving murder show. Yeah, child child murder solving. Child murder solving. Mis- mystery. Yeah. Th- thriller. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Four stars, 2021. Best anime MILF right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was wondering if that was ever going to be mentioned. <laughs> she is. I get it. I love her. I get it. <laughs> she wins, guys. She wins. <laughs> she wins guys there's no competition it's, it is what it is she won <laughs> five stars 2020 the first time my adhd ass got through a show without once getting distracted and same literally same that's all i look for in a tv show and that's how entertaining it is you know yeah four and a half stars from 2021 this is one of the first pieces of art that made me want to go back to elementary school and enjoy the freedom this show is the perfect length of a series in my opinion it was a big vibe and kept me very engaged the whole entire time i don't know if it want, made me want to go back I, I think just for like the him and his mom feels yeah i which i understand yeah and like being able to like just be a kid again especially when you're a jaded adult <laughs> yeah five stars 2021 this ripped out my heart and spat on it Ew. <laughs> gross it hasn't done that yet to me so i don't know i don't know what they're referencing i'm sure it will we'll see how you feel yeah we'll see how i feel maybe i'll be jaded maybe i won't care yeah maybe i'll be like okay i'm satoru fujinuma i'm 29 years old <laughs> <laughs> i don't care about anything i'm gonna keep working at this pizza shop damn it three and a half stars 2021 oh what a sweet anxiety inducing series i could kind of see where it could get more anxiety inducing because the, the, the day's coming the day's coming and we don't know which day it is mm-hmm. is he gonna is is he going to save her i don't know because because he keeps talking about like every day is like it's coming closer it's getting closer i'm like dude it could be today it's not on her birthday is it no they said so in the show he's figured out it happens before she turns 11 and in the month month of march her birthday is march 2nd and there's like 11 days in between it could be any of those days hey so editing cat here noticed something that i didn't notice while we were recording this just for clarification because the conversation got a little confused satoru has to save kayo by march 1st in the show he arrives in the past towards the end of february so there's not a whole lot of time and there are in fact not 11 days left for him to solve this just wanted to clarify that because there wasn't an easy way to cut this conversation out okay bye Okay, so I found some from IMDb. It's a 9 out of 10 for episode 1, I believe, titled Good Start from May of 2022. So they say, incredible introduction, hooks you right away, amazing animation as well, and voice acting. I've heard good things about this anime, and it really showed this episode. There's no spoilers in that. For episode 1, there's spoilers, I guess, that it hooks you. I don't know. That's not a spoiler. I think you can, like, select whether or not your thing has spoilers in it. They probably just did just to be sure, so nobody gets, I don't know, their expectations spoiled. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> oh dang it hooks oh it's good dang, i don't want to watch it anymore fuck, i didn't want to take it's good <laughs> i wanted to figure that out on my own <laughs> the fuck oh my god that's so stupid i'm sorry there's no spoilers in this i'm glad you liked it i did i wasn't like super worried but i was like yeah, every time every time i'm like there's a chance she'll hate it <laughs> 
No, this is right up my alley. It's a very interesting concept. It'd be very hard not to like. Yeah, it's a good uh, short mini series kind of thing. Which I love. I don't, you know, like there's some things meant for 20 seasons and 40 episodes for every season. There's some things that just deserve one season. But this means that I will probably make you watch a depressing anime movie soon. Which one? Is it the one where... We're not going to watch A Silent Voice. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. That one's a lot. Have the box set of the manga, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it, but it made me viciously cry. (laughs) This, uh, oh, it's like a rite of passage that you watch your name. It is... You're tearing up now as you're talking. You're thinking about it. You're not even talking about it. You're thinking about it. Here's the thing with your name. Didn't cry during it. Cried immediately after. (laughs) I don't know if I want to see that. That's too bad. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry about you. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> Sorry, that got me. <laughs> and like we say with the movies, like feel free to to suggest TV shows to us as well. Mm-hmm. And we also got our second of all time message from a fan that we don't know in real life. I don't know how to pronounce your username, so I'm not. I'm not going to, but you know who you are. You praised our review of Monster House, and you also suggested the movie It Follows, which both of us are will gladly do an episode on. Big fans of that movie, so we will definitely do that. Thank you so much. It, it genuinely makes us very happy when we get a message from a fan that we don't know in real life. <laughs> It's not just our mom saying how good it is. (laughs) Yes. I'm glad that none of this is in vain, that people are enjoying what we're doing. Yeah. Just makes us happy. And don't be afraid to let us know if you like something we did or if you don't like something we did. Yeah, let us know. Please. So you would say you would definitely keep watching after the first three. Oh, yeah. I'm going to finish it. And I think maybe the next time we do a tv i'll i'll give an update yes the the three episode rule is a good rule for tv shows honestly yeah by episode three you should be either interested in it or not like except mad men (laughs) you need to watch the first season (laughs) (laughs) watch the first season and then you'll get into it yeah you can reach us on our Instagram at Easy Bake Takes, and we have a TikTok at Easy Bake Takes. We have our review overviews and transcripts on our website, which is easybaketakespodcast.com. We have a letterboxed account where we also put those review overviews. And don't forget to follow us and leave a rating or review wherever you listen and share us with a friend. And thank you so much for listening. My name is Kat. And I'm Riley. This has been Easy Bake Takes, the three-step Rex episode. Easy watching out there. Bye. Bye.